nutrition and lifestyle transformation coach. I'm the founder and CEO of Never Settle Lifestyle, a company created to guide you in the pursuit of becoming the best version of yourself through the complete wellness of your body, mind, and soul. I am here to journey along with you as you transform your life and no longer settle for less than what you are truly capable of. I'll show you how to finally take a stand for maintaining your life balance while performing at an elite level with grace and ease. I'll share with you the methodology of habit and change psychology that has changed my life and the lives of so many others. Together, we'll commit to the relentless pursuit of progress, all the while not taking life too seriously. Here we revolutionize your resilience as you begin to get comfortable with adversity. Welcome to the Never Settle Lifestyle Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hope you're having a gorgeous autumn. Um, It's super interesting in Cleveland how it will literally go from 85 degrees to 50 degrees within a week and like here we are, now we're in fall. There is like no in between. (laughs) So we get like in two, there's like five seconds of fall and then we'll be in winter. So it's very interesting here. Um, But I love it. I, I live for fall time. It's just, it's beautiful. It's just, it feels like there's change in the air. I'm just like... I'm ready to do some things. You know what I mean? And by things, I mean light candles and snuggle up underneath a cozy blanket and watch movies. (laughs) I also have this overwhelming urge lately to clean out everything. Like my closets. I have some shelves in my bathroom with my cosmetics and stuff. And I'm like, I look at it and I'm just like, oh, it needs so much help. On top of like... All this stuff that's in the basement that we need to have a garage sale for. By the way, like shameless plug here, if anybody is getting married or you know somebody that's getting married in the Cleveland area, you guys, we literally have all of our wedding decor still and I need to sell this stuff. So if you have seen my wedding pictures and you liked what you saw or you would like to see what they look like and what I have, let me know. I got a lot of greenery. I have centerpieces. I I have everything, you guys. So anyway, shameless plug for that. I need to get rid of some stuff. Can you tell? Can you tell I'm like ready to clear things out of my house? So happy fall. Here we are. Okay, I wanted to talk to you guys about tracking progress. So I'm going to give you all of my insider tips on what I use for myself, on what I use with my clients, 
and what I have found to help you give the best feedback in terms of your nutrition, your body composition, your lifestyle changes, and really help you to see how far you've come. Okay, so let's talk about it in general. Like, why should we even care about tracking progress? Well, the thing is, is once you make changes to your life, you have, you know, started eating much better, you've started drinking more water, you have started to do a meditation practice, maybe you're journaling, maybe you are going to therapy, you know, you've started some workouts, you've switched up your routine, like whatever the habits are that you've incorporated, it is so nice to have definitive proof that they are working for you. And I have found if we can gather that definitive proof, we are so much more likely to stick to it. And honestly, you guys, like I have found that me as a coach and giving this feedback and like challenging the people that I work with to sit down, record this stuff, and then us look back over it, it shows them how much work they have done and it also keeps them accountable to what they haven't been doing. So this is a mirror in, a, in essence. Now, if you can't handle looking at your shit, like A, thank you for being here because this is gonna help you and if you can gather the courage to do so, it's going to change your life. Now, if you're here for this and you're ready to like take a hard look at, you know, what's working, what's not working and like really track your progress, um, you're going to love this episode. So I'm, I'm letting you in on all of it. Okay. So, um, okay. Now here's a pure example of why this matters, right? So first of all, what you measure moves, period. So whether that's like you're trying to keep track of your finances, maybe you're trying to pay off some debt, maybe you're trying to gather some savings. If you don't track it and you don't see A, what your habits are and B, okay, what does my money actually look like? How much am I bringing in each week and each month? You're not going to have any metric to help grow that. You know, you have to have some feedback. You have to have some data to go off of in order to make the proper shifts and changes, right? So, for example, here, here's a great one. If you have never taken progress pictures before, it never fails that when I get a new client and they've taken progress pictures for the first time, and usually there's a lot of resistance about doing so, which is very normal, they are shocked because they haven't been actively looking at what's been going on. You know, this isn't everybody, but this is like most people. They're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize where I was at until I actually took these pictures and looked at them. So it's really easy to avoid reality if we don't actively take a look at it. Okay. Now I want to give a caveat right here. If you are somebody that is holding a lot of control around your eating habits, around your exercise routines, maybe you, you know, actively know that you have some disordered eating patterns. These are going to be some things that, you know, you're not going to want to do all of these. 
Okay, so I tell you what, I'm going to break this down. We're going to start with some things that I would recommend for everybody. So people that are dealing with some um, challenging relationships to food in their body, you guys can do these too, okay? And then I'll let you know some things, you know, metrics that we do use that I would not recommend you do. Cool? Okay. So I would definitely start off with tracking your food. Now, for years, you guys, I used my fitness pal. I would track my macros, and here is why I don't use MFP for my clients. First off, I use your hand as a portion guide, your goals, your body size to help us figure out, okay, how much protein, how much veggies, complex carbohydrates, and healthy fats should you have at each meal? So by doing this, we actually take the numbers out of it. So we're not actually worried about macronutrients. We're not worried about calorie intake. Now, while it doesn't mean that they don't play a role, because on the back end, like I as the coach, I know those numbers and I know that we have to be within a certain realm for them to see progress. But the cool thing is if we focus purely on portion sizes and we get to know our hunger cues, we can actually take ourselves out of the numbers game. You know, if you guys have ever tracked macros, I'm sure you know what I mean. You're freaking out at 10 p.m. because you're like, okay, what has seven grams of fat but only five grams of protein? Because that's what I have left. It's silly. It's silly. <laughs> it's like we totally lose sight of our hunger cues when we track macros. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. So here's what I have people do instead. And you can do this, okay? You can use a notebook. You can use the notes in your phone. I actually have people use Google Sheets and you can like categorize things. So I have people download the app to their phone and just track every single day. And the thing is, something else I want to reiterate with those that have used MyFitnessPal is you guys like the whole, even like the people that I work with, I do not want you to track food forever. We are humans. We are meant to enjoy life. We are not meant to be stuck on our phone, logging whatever we're eating all the time, right? So the goal is to eventually get away from this after we've reached our goals or like hit a certain point, you know? So if you have disordered eating, I would definitely not use my fitness pal. Please do not. And oh my fucking God, please do not. I beg of you, use the calorie recommendations on MyFitnessPal or on Google. I'm going to say that again. Please don't use the calorie recommendations on MyFitnessPal or on Google. You guys, these are highly, highly inaccurate and they can really cause you damage. Quick side story. This is essentially how my eating disorders happened. I got on my fitness pal and it was like, oh, you should eat 1200 calories a day. Little did it know I had a very active job. I was working out quite a bit and my calorie recommendation was more like mm, probably like anywhere from 2000 to 2500 a day. And that was to maintain my weight. And I, it was like, oh, 1200, 
I'm an overachiever. I'm going to eat 800. Now, side note, this is like also during a time I knew nothing about nutrition, but like don't get your nutritional information off the internet. Please find a professional. Okay. That's my public service announcement for today. So first things first, use a food log. It's going to be wildly awakening to your eating habits. Um, It's going to help you understand how much you snack. It's going to help you understand how much you indulge. And when you avoid that food log, it's a good indication that like your eating is not structured whatsoever. Okay. So next up would be to check out progress pictures. Okay. So I would recommend progress pictures for everybody. They are not comfortable. Even my most like fittest clients, everybody hates doing them. You guys, I hate doing them. But the thing is, it helps us to literally see what we're working with. So I recommend having a very neutral background, have lighting that's like hitting you behind from behind the camera. Okay. So facing forward, facing to your left, just arms beside of you, facing to your right, same thing, arms beside of you, and then um, facing away from the camera so it can see your back. Minimal clothing, right? Underwear, bikini, shorts, like whatever works for you, right? Unless you send it to somebody, it's not going to be on the internet, so don't worry about it, (laughs) okay? But you guys, like, and I even have like a folder on my phone of my progress pictures, so you can make like a separate folder within your photo album and just like stick them in there. I have a certain day, um, weekly or bi-weekly, depending on like what's going to work for you with what your needs are to take them like first thing in the morning. And it's so wild because you learn your body. You figure out, oh, you know, I was eating in this way during those couple of months and this is the result that I got. Oh, wow, I'm going to do more of that. It really works. Oh my gosh, right? And something interesting, it's very true. You will start to notice progress. It's going to take like four weeks or so before you start to notice it. I, as a coach, have a trained eye. I can see it within a a week or two, depending on the person. But publicly, you're probably not going to start getting comments until about 8 to 12 weeks from the outside world. Like, oh my gosh. You know, and the thing is, too, there's very mixed reviews about this of, like, comment on people's bodies. Don't comment on people's bodies, right? So, I'm there, fortunately and unfortunately, are going to be people that comment, likely, on your progress, whether you like it or not. Um, so you won't kind of get that feedback until about that time. If you're into that, I'm into that. I want to know if you think you've seen changes with my body and you're like, shit, Kim, you look really strong. Please feel free to let me know. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. So next up is using a measuring tape. I love this method. So within that Google sheet, you can actually make like another tab and um, just label it. You know, I suggest doing your neck right in the middle of the neck, both arms on your biceps, just like hold your arm out like a 90 degree angle, measure around the thickest part of your arm, not flexing on both sides, measure your chest, like right across the nipple, essentially, and then 
across your waist. So for women, it's going to be like an inch above the belly button. For men, it's going to be like on the pants line, right at the hips, like high hip area. And then do the widest part of your hips and glutes. You're going to do each thigh right in the middle in the thickest part. So weird little trick that I use is I actually have some like freckles on my legs and I'm like, okay, am I doing this right? Am I hitting the same area? And what I'll do is I'll actually measure like right above this one freckle, like on each of my legs. I'm like, okay, we're good. So you can use that as a metric as well. And then the last thing would be your calves. So the thickest part of your calf, just try to stand as square as you can. And it's actually helpful if you have somebody like measuring your calf because you can shift around a little bit. So over time, you can see, okay, are my inches going up or down? Am I gaining mass in my arms and in my shoulders? But my waist is going down. That's a very good indication that you are gaining muscle and losing fat. And you're probably eating very close to your maintenance calories. I have a quick question for you. If I were to ask you if you clearly knew what daily habits you would like to be incorporating each day, would you be able to tell me what those are? Better yet, would you be able to tell me how many times this past week you've actually stuck to those habits? The truth is, a lot of the times we just fly by the seat of our pants, not really knowing what it is that we've even done this past week. So the truth is, if you have a hard time remembering your habits that you've been completing all together, I'm here to tell you, you're not going to make any progress. So... I have created a free download for you to help you with just that. Introducing the NSL Habit Tracker. This digital download helps you recall daily what actions that you've been taking to help you get closer to your goals. So here's how it works. You download the free form and then you simply write down three to five habits you'd like to focus on each day that you know is going to get you closer to those goals. Did you get eight hours of sleep last night? Did you exercise? Did you stick to your nutrition program? Did you drink at least three quarters of your weight in ounces of water? Did you spend time connecting with those that you love? The truth is, what you measure moves. And the first step in seeing change in your life will require action. So keep track of those actions by downloading the free NSL Habit Tracker listed in the show notes and start measuring your progress today. All right, now let's get back to the show. So next up that would be a healthy thing to track would be your progress in the gym. So think of... And, and this is going to require you to record your workouts and have a structured workout routine with similar sets and reps for, you know, some periodization as in, you know, intelligent programming, you're going to have periods of time where you're working on certain movements for like about eight weeks at a time, and then you'll deload and then go to some other, you know, goal. So whether it's like you're doing a lot of back squats or a lot of deadlifts or whatever. 
doesn't mean you can't add variety. Just understand that you want to have something similar that's trackable. So that way you can go back and look at the weights that you used. And you should be struggling. The last two reps, let's say you're doing bodybuilding, not CrossFit. On those last two reps, you want to maintain form, but you should be struggling. If you guys are in the gym and you're just slinging weights around like boop, boop, doo and you can like carry a easy conversation, you need to be working harder. You're not going to see results that way, right? Like if you're just doing body weight movements alone, that's great. That's a great place to start. If you're walking, hell yeah. And, and everybody's in a different stage of fitness too. So I want to like acknowledge that, right? So if that is your very difficult, you know, version of working out, awesome. Okay. So I'm not discounting that at all, but have something measurable. So maybe you are only doing body weight movements. How long can you hold a plank? You know, maybe you're now over one minute. Maybe you can go for three minutes straight. And then your weights, like I was saying about that, like track the weight that you're using. Have you gotten stronger? It's a good it's a good idea to do it too, because you can see whether or not your programming is working. You know, with CrossFit, how are your one rep maxes? Are you getting stronger if that's the goal? How are your times with certain measurable workouts? Have they gotten better? That's a really great way to track your progress is to see how much stronger and faster you've gotten, right? So the next things are to become present and notice how you are responding differently to things that you used to react to. So for example, like somebody that might be triggering or a situation that might stir you up and cause you to be very reactive without you even thinking um, or something that would like cause you to spiral, you know, notice the moments where it doesn't affect you, you know, hopefully you, you along with all this are doing some inner work on yourself too, to help yourself become, you know, more settled in who you are and stable in who you are and to help you become, you know, more unbothered and stoic in general. Because it's going, less reactivity is going to just essentially make you a happier person. And I mean like authentic non-reactivity, right? Like if you can get to a place where you're just not bothered about things like you used to be, that's a pretty happy way to be. So start to notice things that come up for you and you're like, oh wow, that didn't even bother me like it probably would have in the past. So reflecting on things like that. And then scheduling in times for reflection and personal growth. Journaling often, you know, record what is up for you. If you notice that you are complaining about the same shit and it has been months, but maybe like the scenery is a little different, it's a good indication, hey, I should probably look at that. I keep complaining about this thing in my life, whether it's, discontentment with, you know, your physicality or discontentment about relationships or discontentment about your job, right? You have to look at what is no longer serving you. And sometimes that's yourself. You know, sometimes we are 
the common denominator and we have to take a hard look at like, okay, what is it here that needs to change? Or do I just need to change my setting, right? So if you're journaling about that and you can honestly, you can like pay attention to the conversations you're having with your friends and be like, okay, what do I bitch about a lot? Okay, that's something to look at. And if you mostly spend your time talking about other people, it's also something to look at, (laughs) right? So start to notice, um, you know, do you have time for that reflection? Do you have time like once a week, twice, three times a week to sit down and journal and just talk about what's up for you? And good, good stuff too, because we want to reflect on wins. I talk about this all the time with my clients. I actually have a section like, Keep a rolling list of all the good things that are happening for you. All the good changes you are seeing. Journal about your growth. Like, hype yourself up. Ain't nobody else going to do it. Right? So that's a really great way to acknowledge your growth and your progress. Okay, so the last thing, and this is the one thing I would not recommend if you struggle, struggle with disordered eating patterns, is tracking your body fat percentage and your body weight. So I prefer tracking body fat percentage over tracking body weight because it gives us a solid picture as to what's going on. A machine that I love to use is the InBody. And there are InBodies all over the country now and all over the world actually. Um, essentially it is a medical grade machine. It sends an impedance, which is a kinetic energy through the body and through the legs and through the arms. And it meets in the center of your torso. So it's actually much better than, you know, these scales that you can buy like from Target or Walmart that only do an impedance through the feet, which is just giving you a reading from leg to leg. So this actually gets your whole body. Um, If you guys are local to Cleveland, I offer this service for $15. You literally just come in. It's self-served. It's very easy to use. You get an email with instructions. And you just come in and help yourself during a time that works for you. If you're interested in that, you can check out the link in my bio on my Instagram page at Life. So body fat percentage is more valuable because it tells us, oh, Have we lost or gained body fat? Have we lost or gained muscle? And think of it this way. In terms of volume versus weight, let's talk about a pound of body fat versus a pound of muscle. So a pound of body fat is about the equivalent in volume of three grapefruits. So it takes up, you know, quite a bit of space versus a pound of muscle is going to be about the equivalent of three clementines. So a lot different in terms of volume. So it's going to take up less space within the body, but like weigh the same amount. So you could hop on a scale, having lost body fat, gained muscle, and maybe you weigh the same or more. And that's a total mindfuck. Especially, you know, like most of us grew up in the late 80s and early 90s, if you're listening to this, tends to be my crowd. And we were very conditioned to be focused on body weight. So when we see that happening, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm not making any progress. And yet your clothes are fitting better. You're getting stronger in the gym. Your body is tightening up. Your progress pictures look amazing. 
but then you hop on an in-body scale and it gives you your body fat percentage and you're like, oh my gosh, I've gained all this muscle and lost all this fat. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. So it gives us a better picture as to what's actually going on. And then it's going to motivate you because you're going to see, oh, the things that I am doing are working on every level. And you guys, like, that's the goal. The more muscle you have, the higher your metabolism is going to be. Basically meaning you're going to be pretty defined muscularly and lean, and yet you can eat more. So there's a term. I don't like this term. I honestly don't know a different term. So if you do, let me know. But there's a term called skinny fat that's thrown around in the industry. And basically it's when you, and I typically see it when if people are not adding enough resistance training to their workouts and not eating enough protein and also not eating enough in general. So basically what happens is um, a lot of plant-based people, I see this happen with too because of the lack of protein. So what happens is we have somebody that's pretty small, but they have no muscle definition. So they're just really flat. They're really like, they actually have a higher body fat percentage, but they're a like light person, like they're lighter in body weight. So we want to that. And that is just as detrimental as being obese health wise. I was skinny fat for a while. Like it, I felt awful. Um, hormone issues, on and on and on. So the goal ultimately, like why not be lean and muscular? I mean, I like that look personally, right? But at least like some some muscle on you and there's so much benefit even study-wise and with longevity and long-term health to more muscle mass and you're lean, right? And like you feel comfortable in your body and in clothes, right? And you're able to eat more, right? And side note, I know that this is not everybody's body type and body composition naturally. There are some of us that are much thicker than others. There are some of us that are very curvy. So I'm talking like relative to your body shape, okay? So don't think I'm like body shaming, not ripped people here. (laughs) Not the intention. So talking like relative muscle mass for your frame versus like body fat in general because obviously being less obese is going to have better health benefits, right? So anyway, long-winded way to explain that a level of higher muscle and healthy body fat percentage and and you guys also side note you need body fat to function and balance your hormones and feel your best. So this isn't about like walking around at 7% body fat all the time. So those are my recommendations. Um, So I would not recommend doing scales or body weight, body fat percentage for those that are struggling with body image and disordered eating patterns. And everybody's individualized. So, you know, it could be too. Maybe you don't want to do measuring tape or progress pictures. Like, Basically, a way to tell if it's a helpful tool is, um, like, is it making you feel like shit about yourself? And 
there that can there can be a caveat to that. Like let's say you've not been doing anything to help, you know, your progress and then you go off and feel bad about yourself. Like we also have to look at this like data. Like we get it and forget it, right? That's what I always say. This is not a measure of your worth. This is not a measure of who you are. Okay? You are not your body. Right? But like if you can tell your mental health is dwindling, should probably take a break from that modality. And that's okay. It's important to remember that these metrics, again, do not determine who you are, but rather is going to be a mirror of your growth, you know, whatever direction that may be in. And it gives you proper information. Okay, if something is not working, hmm, what clues can I gather and what maybe wasn't going to plan and how can I adjust that? If you get stuck there, you guys, like that is what a coach is for. I can see things from a bird's eye view that my clients have no clue how to navigate, right? This journey is scary. I equate it a lot to like you are going to be trekking in the jungle, driving an off-road vehicle. You do not know necessarily how to get from point A to point B. So I am your GPS. I know this terrain like the back of my hand. I eat, sleep, live, and breathe this place, right? So it's like when you are stuck, go find a professional that can help you and point you in the exact right direction. Because this shouldn't feel super restrictive or super miserable. That's a lie that we have been fed. So if you're struggling... I'm here. Please feel free to reach out. Easiest place to reach me is on Instagram. Again, at Never Settle Life. So just remember, this information is just information. You are not your accomplishments. Our accomplishments simply add more richness to our lives, and it doesn't reflect our value. So keep that in mind as you move forward. Happy tracking progress. I will talk to you guys really soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Never Set a Life podcast. I would love to have your rating and review. So let me know how you liked it. If you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend and someone that would enjoy it as well. Let me know what you would want to hear more of. Send me a comment in my latest Instagram post at Never Settle Life on Instagram. Until next time, I'm Coach Kim. I'll talk to you soon. Have you ever felt like there's something inside of you and, and it just knows? It knows where you're going. And you're so busy doubting yourself. And you're so busy 